This is a call to those who want incredible success, but do not necessarily want to get filthy rich. You want to help others, be purposeful, and enjoy all life has to offer. Welcome to the Inbound Marketing Revolution. This is Dow of Inbound with Ion Garlic. This is the Dow of Inbound. I'm Ian Garlic, CEO of Authentic Web. I'm going to introduce myself again later. Uh, this week, I got something awesome. Inbound marketing is about education, about teaching your clients. And creating courses is a great way to educate people that not only are current clients, possible clients, but never will be clients. And you don't have to trade your time for money. Um, you can leverage yourself, leverage your expertise. And even if you don't think you have expertise, if you're listening to this, I bet you have some expertise. I've got an expert on here, speaking of expertise, Megan Harrison on building online courses. And she's helped some top coaches and consultants build online courses, market them, and make a lot of money. Uh, you know, $100,000 type launches. And, uh, you know, not only make a lot of money, but reach a lot of people and help a lot of people. So, if you really want to learn how to build an online course, listen to this episode because Megan's going to give you the keys to getting it done and uh, making money doing it and make sure you don't waste your time and get it done in an effective way. So without further ado, Megan Harrison. Hello and welcome to Dow of Inbound. This is Ian Garlic, CEO of Authentic Web, and I've got Megan Harrison with me. Uh, Megan owns and runs an agency in Chicago. But she's also from Florida, and uh, uh, she works helping people develop online courses and promote their online courses, but also promote their businesses from coaching uh, through a variety of businesses. Uh, Megan is very talented, understands a lot, almost too much about this stuff. So if you ever need help, you should definitely go to her. But uh, Megan, thank you for being here. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your business. Thank you for having me. Um, So I specialize in helping people, I say, leverage their expertise. So we all know something like extremely well, but we have a tendency to undermine our strengths and not really value it as much as we should. Um, So by creating an online course, I really help people scale their businesses because they're not trading time for money anymore. So a lot of people that are coming to me might be authors, speakers, coaches, consultants, um, and they're just either tired of doing like the one-on-one coaching and consulting or having to travel constantly to different seminars, and they really want to take what they're doing in person and put it in a digital format to create something that they can really scale and leverage. Awesome. And yeah, I mean, I think that's an important thing, trading time for money. And that's really the way we leverage everything. Uh, it's interesting. One of the things you said right up front is, um, you know, is we forget what we know. Do you find that a lot that people don't value their business a lot? I, yeah, I think once you know something so well, it just becomes almost second nature to you. So you forget that other people don't know what you know. And that comes into play all the time. We might be talking about something and we think we're on the same page or the other person's on the same page as us until we realize that like, like they don't know the terminology. What might seem like extremely 
basic to you is just life changing to them when it, especially when it comes to marketing um, and just creating businesses. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, we see that a lot. I think you and I are both Infusionsoft certified consultants, and and um, you know, when you first get someone in Infusionsoft, and we know all the complexities of it. And really the simplest things for them is the most mind-blowing. Uh, you find that often? Um, definitely. So that's <laughs> always um, a learning curve. There's always a huge learning curve with Infusionsoft. So that's definitely true. Um, and with your clients, which do you find – I mean, like, what can you give some examples of what, like, some little bits of knowledge that are mind-blowing to their clients? So what's mind-blowing to – Your clients' clients. My clients' clients. Oh, I mean, I work with so many different industries. I, I specialize in like one specific service, but very um, broad with industries. So I, everything from like the fitness industry. And I have one client that's creating um, an online program that not only incorporates um, nutrition and health and fitness training, but also me- mental toughness and goal setting. And it's just amazing to him how many people don't know the basics of nutrition because that's just second nature to him, knowing macronutrients, knowing the protein ratios, how many um, calories you should be taking per day. So again, he always, he never really values that type of knowledge where someone else that's trying to lose those extra 20 pounds that they can't get off or someone that's been trying to gain 10 pounds of muscle and it's always been considered the skinny kid would like die for that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's a great point and giving that knowledge away or educating people is a great way to market. Um, and not only not knowing the knowledge, but not wanting to take the time to get it. And I think a lot of people think, well, everything's available on the internet. Why should I develop a course? Because you can find everything on the internet. Uh, but saving time is important to people, especially people that have the money to pay for your services. Um, is that a big obstacle to overcome when you're first working with the client, them trying to say, well, this is already on the internet, so why should I teach it? Yeah, there's always a little bit of coaching that goes into play for that. Um, or when it comes down to pricing, well, they can find this on the internet. Why would someone want to pay for this? Or especially at this dollar ratio or this dollar rate. But the reason why people are willing to spend so like such high level or high prices for online courses is because it's exactly what you said. It's, it's saving time, which is the most valuable commodity there could be. Um, so if you're able to expedite someone's, um, the expedite the time it takes someone to get where they are from where they want to be and you charge $2,000 for it, but because they were able to, let's say for me example, if I, if I charge $2,000 for a course, on how to create a course. Um, and I'm able to get someone to create that course and launch it six months sooner than they would have done on their own. And they make, they have a $50,000 launch. I just, they earn $48,000 ROI on that. So that $2,000 is definitely worth it. And I can come into play with any of my clients. Just you can expedite the process and you're really taking all of the, all your experience your expertise, your mistakes, your successes and packaging it and synthesize that information and packaging an online course, people are definitely willing to pay for that. 
Um, where are some places that you've found online courses are really valuable that people might not have thought, well, it's worthwhile for me to make an online course? Well, I mean, it, it could be literally anything that there's a market. So as long as there is enough of a market, there's enough people that want to learn what you're, you have to teach, um, you can create a course on it. So a lot of people, when they think of online coursing, online courses, they still think of e-learning or um, training programs that you, you do in the corporate world, like HR training or sexual harassment training course. That's not really what I focus on at all. I'm more focusing on things like one of my favorite courses that I took recently was with Todd Herman, who's uh, my business coach, and he has a program called The 90 Day Year. And it's all about just becoming more, really learning the mental models um, of and learning different skill sets in business and how you can become the most productive version of yourself. Um, so that in itself of the course, it was 90 days. And literally by taking that course with him, I quadrupled my income in those 90 days. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So the impact that you can have as well is a huge, like huge part of why creating online courses. So I think this is an amazing opportunity because you're able to touch so many more people than you would one-on-one. Like you only have so much time. Yes. Yeah. And that's a, such a good point. And yeah, with inbound marketing, I mean, you, you have to be able to connect with a lot of people in various places in various times. Um, do you find that you need to teach a little with these courses that you need to give some of it away? Cause we always talk about providing value up front. Uh, do you think that's a big part of the marketing strategy? Yeah, that's huge. And, that's always a big topic of conversation is so if you create this course, like how are you going to get people to purchase it afterwards? Cause if no one knows about it, like no matter how great that course is, it's not going to be very successful. Um, so the pre-launch strategy, really giving away some valuable information up front is a game changer. It will make or break the success of your online course. Awesome. And how do you figure that out? I mean, what's, uh, what's the secret I know, are, I, you, are you giving away your secrets? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I always follow the Jeff Walker formula when I'm really creating um, the pre-launch strategies for my clients by taking, you're basically looking at the course as a whole and then being able to break it down um, into some smaller segments that you can provide up front for free that will provide enough value to their potential um their target market where their market now they watch these videos and you provided so much value up front that they can't even imagine like how great and how much value you're going to provide if they actually buy the course so looking at what you're producing in the actual course as a whole um your main flagship offer and then breaking it down into maybe like three little chunks something that's very actionable that you can teach that someone can go put into practice right away whether it's in the fitness world, you we're doing some, a few training programs, or if you're teaching um, business marketing tactics and how to create a launch funnel, maybe giving away like a certain campaign that you walk them through step by step in your free video training. Um, there's a, a ton of different options. And you know, one th- ideas that I always think about too, and uh, you know, is is that an online course the the revenue doesn't just have to be from the online course. 
you know, it, it can be from the additional services that you provide afterwards. You see that a lot, like with coaches and stuff, where they're providing online course and really making the money in the top level coaching or doing something afterwards. Yeah, definitely. There's so many different type of funnels that you can implement when you're creating um, a course like that. So you really could be giving away the course maybe for free. And what your end goal is, you just really know how your revenue streams are going to work out. But you might want to say, I want to convert 10% of, the, of these people in this course into a high-level mastermind. And they're paying $2,000 a month for this, this mastermind group. Or I want to convert 15% of these um, members into a higher level consulting practice or service. Like you just mentioned, they were paying $15,000 um, to implement some of these campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's true. I mean, uh, we see it all around in the marketing world. Um, do you, can you think of any places, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, someone might be listening to this and going, well, I don't have anything to teach or, um, you know, no one wants to learn the stuff. They just want me to do it themselves. You know, in my space, you know, working with attorneys, um, you know, that the attorneys think, well, I just need to do it. Why should I teach people how to do it? Can you think of some unusual spaces that you've seen online courses in or that you've possibly made them? Hmm. I mean, if you like think about it enough, there's always a way um, to create an online course, no matter what your specialty is. Um, I've done everything from... Um, business coaching to someone recently contacted me called Disney planning, creating a course called Disney planning pro. And I thought it was, I didn't even think it was real at first, but no, he legitimately wanted to create a course on how to, how to plan your Disney trip. And after speaking with him and looking through the validation, that's always the first step is validating the idea making sure there's a market for it. Um, there, there really was the amount of money that people spend, um, on Disney world. And it's, literally around the world so you're not just confined to just the united states people spend a freaking fortune to go to disney world um so he is helping people and families and because most of these trips like if you're you're going to disney for a week you're spending at least ten thousand dollars by the time you have the tickets the flights for all the kids the airfare they're willing to spend a few hundred dollars for an online course that helps them plan the entire project so, so that's the that's the strangest one that I've come across so far, <laughs> but still worked. Yeah, people want to learn stuff, and there's a lot of people, things that you just can't learn easily. I mean, YouTube's the second most used search engine out there, and you can learn anything on YouTube, but it's not easy to go and find ten videos together on doing anything that you want to do. Um, and but people, you can see from YouTube what people want to learn. Um, is, do you have any uh, tips? So on researching what type of course to make? Like um, yeah, so I usually start with look joining, I think joining Facebook groups are huge. Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, and really just like listening and paying attention to what people are talking about, what kind of questions they're asking. That's usually the first step. Um, so you do see your market research that way using, um, Google keywords to put in searches and seeing, um, how many people are searching for that specific topic, um, right now. And then also looking to see if there's any other type of courses or training programs out there on the topic that you want to teach. And if there is, that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Like a lot of people think, Oh, someone's already made it. So like, I don't, 
I, I shouldn't create it because someone's always doing already doing it. But that's if someone's successful at it, they've already validated the idea for you, and that's a great sign that you should move forward with it. Wow, that's a great, great point and a great action tip because it's so true. I mean, and, and I mean, I know when I look around at online courses, I want to like the person that I'm I'm paying attention to, and I want them to be, you know, my t- learning style. Um, so that's fantastic. Um, what what's your besides Todd Herman? What's your favorite courses you've taken? Um, the, the first my first course I take took was my favorite. Um, Marie Forleo's B School, like that's probably the most well known online course, and she's done just absolutely amazing. She only offers it once a year, but that really runs like almost her entire business is the the one launch for that course each year. Um, another Todd Todd Brown, his six figure formula launch was awesome, um, and I just recently started doing uh, or signed up for Jeff Walker's product launch formula. So that's amazing, of course, too. Um, I've also taken a course about copy with Nikki Brown, and that's all about uh, copywriting and improving the copy on your website, which is really important and is not my forte, copywriting. So I enjoyed that one. I think I'm just addicted to learning, which is why I fit so well in this space because <laughs> I can't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I love to learn, um, you know, Audible. Podcasts are great, um, you know, and, and that brings to another idea of format. You know, what's the best? Uh, what's the best format for a course, or is there a best format? I think definitely, I'm going to say there is, <laughs> um, and that's going to be video based. You really have to incorporate all the different learning styles. So, video works well because you're meeting both like the visual learners and the auditory learners. Um, and you're able to, people are really able to retain the information more, um, and video based, but you also, it's important to not only have your video lessons where you're teaching the knowledge, but then giving your users, um, a way to apply the knowledge. So with each module, I always suggest including like a worksheet, cheat sheet, step-by-step guide or an exercise where they can actually take what you've taught and then apply it because it's just part of the adult learning um, theory, you actually have to use the knowledge in order to retain it. Um, and then if you can incorporate community into your online course, that just makes it 10 times more powerful because it's one of the, just one of our natural human drives is to connect with other people. And so if you're able to get a group of people together at one time, all learning a topic and then either do forums or live Q and A's and really put that knowledge and the exercises and the experiences all together in the community, it's where like real power comes in. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's fantastic. Now you've given so many ideas um, and so much now of your knowledge, which I, I really appreciate. And I'm sure everyone listening here really appreciates, but you know, it, it's also kind of overwhelming where now, where do I go to get started? What do you think is the easiest way to get started or the fastest way to get started? Should I mean, should I go to someone like you and, or should I do something myself first before coming to you? Um, I think first you should always, you need to validate your idea first. So just because you might think of this great idea and you're like, this would be the best course ever. Um, you want to first, before you invest all this time, money and energy into it, that you really do your due diligence um, 
in the market research. And I'm not saying spend like six months like researching and validating an idea, but just do those basic steps of like listening on the Facebook groups or joining an association or doing your keyword research and really trying to figure out if this is something that people not only want, but then they're willing to pay for. So that would be the first step. Um, a lot of people, once you do do that, then I say, go for it. Um, a lot of people get hung up on the technology side of it and that prevents them from moving forward because they think they have to learn everything all at once. Like, oh, I don't know how to, how to build the platform or I don't know how to um, create the campaigns and market it. I mean, like, don't even worry about that yet. Like, don't it, it take one step at a time. And really, the technology stuff is not that difficult. Like, one, you can either hire and outsource someone to do it. Or if you want to learn it on your own, you really could learn it on your own. Because technology is getting easier and easier. Um, and once you get over, like, that that roadblock or that that's the main objective that people come across for not moving forward, you'll find that the more difficult um, pro or the more difficult step in the whole online course creation is really synthesizing what you know into a way that you can teach other people because it's so funny how you can you might know something so well but when it comes to teaching someone it's a lot more difficult than you originally thought so I would say the next step is then creating your outline and once you really create that outline you know what your main learning objectives are then you can move forward with either contacting someone um, like me or trying to learn how to um, do the technology side of things. Wow. So you just gave us a whole roadmap to get this all done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as quickly as I can. <laughs> as quickly as you can. Um, so tell me what it's like to, you know, work with someone like yourself, work with you. Um, you know, do you just walk someone through all those steps and get it all done for them? And, you know, what, what happens at the end when I want to market it? Yeah, so I say there's the really three main areas when it comes to creating an online course. So there's three different phases. One, and I do, I, I work with my clients from really from A to Z. So starting from what's your idea and then how are we going to create this course? Um, creating the, learn, the learning objectives and breaking it down into the modules and then um, creating the videos and the worksheets. Um, and then once that part's done and we've gotten through actually creating the content, then moving toward um, forward with actually designing the website, the online course, and that um, my team um, handles, and we would create, integrate everything with Infusionsoft, um, and I, I use Membarium, which is a membership site, and build out um, the actual online course that way. And then the last phase is the marketing phase, where we're creating the campaigns and really um, setting it up to where where we can sell this course and really drive things on marketing automation um, and getting the message out there to many, as many people as possible. Um, so uh, I've got a trick question for you. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, have you have you seen anyone that's built an online course and says, "Man, I wish I wouldn't have built an online course." When 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 does that happen? Um, when people don't validate their idea, um, I have. I haven't, not that, like, man, I wish I didn't build an online course, but they created something that there wasn't really a demand for. Um, it, it's something that is really valuable, but people don't see the, 
they don't know that they need that. They don't know that that's what they're actually looking for. So there's a much like longer sales process. It's because one, you have to educate the act- the market on um, what the problem is, and then they'll realize that this course is a good solution for it. But yeah, that's the only times if you don't if you don't make sure that the course is something that people are looking for, and you don't validate the idea up front. Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, you know, you come back to that validation, that validation. And so, do you have a? Let me ask you this: Do you have anything I can get or download from you about validation? Um, <laughs> on validation, I do have some blog articles on my website. Um, you can also download my online course module planner um, from there at megankharrison.com, and that will it really outlines everything that goes into an online course module. So once you can get your outline done, that's where you really can pick up some momentum and move forward. Very cool. Very cool. So that's Megan K. Harrison. You want to spell that out? M-E-G-A-N-K-H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N.com. Awesome, Megan. And um, if someone, you know, besides downloading that and validating it, and uh, is there some easy way that someone could validate it, like call their mom up and say, hey, mom, you think it's a good idea? Obviously, that's not a good <laughs> idea, but <laughs> that they could get off this podcast and do something right away to, to get their course done. Um, I would say, you say on how to validate it or? Like either validate it or, you know, get going right away. What do you think is the easiest first small step that someone could take? If, so if it's someone, if you already have a list, uh, the first step I would say is survey your list. Send out um, a quick survey, create one in Google um, Forms or however you want to do it and say, hey, um, what's the number one topic or what's the number one question that you would ask if you could spend 30 minutes with me? Um, or what would be something that I could teach you that you really want to know right now? Um, and just basically get the answers from your market on what it is that they really want. That is awesome, awesome advice. Um, and I appreciate all the advice and you giving away all your secrets on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you're going to get some awesome phone calls from this. And even though you're pretty busy, it seems like <laughs> <laughs> busy growing. But uh, anyone that's interested in building out a site and really wants to hire someone to get started, Megan, I've known her for a while and she is fantastic does great work and does work with some of the top people out there. So definitely visit her website, download that information. And uh, if you want to get started fast, uh, give her a call. Megan, thank you so much for being on here. Uh, We appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I'm sure everyone else out there appreciates it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I bet you're all inspired to build an online course. The biggest thing with any of this is taking action taking action, getting stuff done. It might not be perfect, but you've got the roadmap now in this episode. So even if you're not going to build an online course, share this episode with someone that you think should, who's an expert uh, that really can benefit from it. We all know someone that is an expert and probably the person that's not marketing themselves well is the person that needs to build an online course because they have so much expertise that they're doing it just for their clients and not teaching other people how to do it. So think of that person, share this podcast for, for them, for us, and building a great 
conglomerate of great tribe of business owners doing great things, teaching people and improving all of those around us. Until we talk again, this is Iron Garlic, Doubt of Inbound.